Hi, and welcome to Young Generation Presents TV show here in San Antonio. Uh, today, I have a guest, uh, Michelle Vela, which is the Bear County Constable Precinct 2 in San Antonio, Texas. And um, uh, the show's going to be about, talk about uh, false accusations and why they're doing this to her and uh, how we can go forward into improving relations with San Antonio and because she's a woman that's probably why this is happening uh the authority uh part and uh, uh we'll see what's going on but um let's get together let's enjoy the show it comes on every thursday at 11 a.m and 7 p.m on spectrum channel 20 grande channel 17 and AT&T U-verse channel 99 cable networks also it'll be available on YouTube but as I say right now it's uh, every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. on three networks here in San Antonio thank you Hello and welcome again to Young Generation Presents. I'm your host, Jim Perales. Today we got our returning guest and very, very nice person, and it's Michelle Vela. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My first question today was as, as a first elected female constable, what have you been, what was your, what is your accomplishment? accomplishment excuse me. <laughs> Sure. Um, well, thank you first for having me on the show. It's always nice to come back and spend some time with you and, and get to talk to the community and let the constituents know what's going on. Um, as the Within my first four years, my accomplishments have been, uh, well, just getting some uh, building trust between law enforcement and the community once again. I think that's really important to reach out to the community, see what they want and need and what they're looking for in a constable's office. And so working with actually the community, we've been able to start building that relationship again, considering all the negativity that's out there within law enforcement, you know, and I think that I want the community to view law enforcement that not every law enforcement officer or elected official uh, has those same characteristics of officers who make wrong choices. So there's still some good guys and good females out there as far as law enforcement. And so that's been one of them. Uh, also bringing training to law enforcement within the constable's office. You know, the perspective of constables have been, are they really real officers? And uh, so that was something new coming into this field as an elected constable, because I've been out on the, on the street as a deputy, and I've noticed that a lot of individuals aren't familiar with the duties of a constable. And really, at the end of the day, we're law enforcement. We go through the exact training as any other officer within law enforcement. Whether you're a municipality or a constitutional officer, you get the exact same training. And so within that, we come out and we do the duties. It's up to each elected constable's office to decide what he or she wants to be done within their office. Uh, again, since we are law enforcement under my administration, 
we go out and we do full law enforcement duties. So we're not a 911 dispatching agency. However, we're proactive, meaning we go out into community, we look, we see, we involve ourselves with the community and see what the needs are. So if you know we're down the road and we're in a patrol unit and we get weighed down by a community member and there's an issue that arises, we're able to go ahead and get off and, and do the duties as law enforcement. And that's where the training comes in. And so we're actually a training provider and with that, we're able to offer training in-house to our law enforcement across the board. And we also open up to other law enforcement agencies or departments to come in and train with us. And so just being in law enforcement, you can never stop training because you just never know the, the day and age of society that we're changing every day. We need to be able to interact, able to do the duties and uh, protect our citizens because the number one priority is safety within our community. Yeah. What have, what have been your challenges uh, during your term? Sure. Uh, during my term this past four years, uh, just being the first female elected constable, that was a challenge in itself for not me so much, but I think for law enforcement individuals in general. Uh, and I'm not going to say all male law enforcement because we have a lot of male law enforcement that support women uh, in elected positions. They go out and, and they work alongside us. But we have that small portion of individuals that uh, are not wanting to accept new change uh, because, you know, we still have the good old boy system still here in Bear County. And so to see a female in a position of authority, it's really hard for some individuals to accept. So that's been a challenge. I, I just want them to understand that when we go out there, me as an elected constable, you know, I'm no different whether I'm a female or a male. I'm the elected official that was elected by the constituents to do a job that was chosen. And so it's for the best interest of our constituents that we go out there and do the best job we can. And that's my ultimate goal. And uh, just getting out there interacting, uh, you know, as, as far as training, that was another issue we've had. Uh, being the first elected female constable is, uh, does she have the knowledge to actually do the job? Does she have the training to do the job? And does she really know anything about policing? And so not a lot of individuals know that I've worked in a full-time capacity as well as a reserve capacity, meaning non-paid uh, officer. And so I've learned every uh, field within law enforcement. I've always been one of those individuals that go out there and I just want to learn and, and know everything as much as I can because I'll be more effective at that position. And so I've worked every aspect within law enforcement. And for someone uh, to notice that, I, you know, I, was, I have an open door policy. Okay. And so I invite people to come in and find out who I am and what I stand for and what I'm looking for as far as uh, bringing forward change for based on the constituents of what they need and want. And so the challenges has been, is she a real officer? Does she know what she's doing? And as a woman, is she able to handle this position in law enforcement in an elected field? And I'm going to say yes to all the above. I know different from anyone else. I, you know, advocate for the community. I believe that all individuals, especially our youth, should uh, have something to look forward to. You know, and that was something also coming into this field that I came in here and I said, you know what, I want the youth uh, and also the females to see that, you know, possibilities can occur and they can happen with hard work and dedication, support of the family, and also support, you know, just believing in God too, because that takes takes you a long way too. Um, and if they can see me accomplish this, 
and stand strong because I have a lot of individuals that are like, you know, they put a lot of challenge before me and they try to shut doors on me. And, and you know, I just keep busting through the doors. I, I just, I'm very strong. And yes, I'm a strong advocate. And yes, I am very vocal. Uh, but you have to be in order, you know, to get out there and do the job for the community, especially a woman today in law enforcement. There has been a perspective of women uh, can only achieve so much in law enforcement. And I just don't agree with that. I think that whether you're male or female, anyone should be able to do any kind of position as long as you have integrity, ethics behind that, and the support of your community. You you mentioned the other side of the door. What, do, mm -hmm. what does that mean? The other side of the door... Well, what I mean by that is that usually there's a voting process that occurs, and I'm not going to go into the different kind of parties, but there's a voting process, and each one of us have been given the right to go and cast our vote for the best individual that we believe that can do that position. And with that comes education, meaning that that's the first step. You, for example, you know, I got voted into this position. Uh, once I've got voted in, the door's shut, meaning that election time is over, everybody goes to work, you've been elected in your seat, time to go to work. But the other side of the door means that I want the community to keep getting involved with me. Don't shut the door after the voting election is over. I want you to come in on the other side of the door with me and see the process of what the elected officials are doing with your vote. Uh, your vote is very important. And so you need to understand what is happening with your vote. Is it being used the way that you want it to be used? Also, you know, there's times where there's uh, made up stories out there that comes across the media. And so if the individual is involved with their elected official and they're involved on that other side of the door with them, then they'll know exactly what's transpiring and if those stories are true or not. Because you're involved in a daily basis with that individual. You know the integrity they have the commitment they have to the community and what they stand for. So that's really important to, to keep educating, to keep coming over on the other side of the door, to not stop getting involved with that constituent. Yes, you vote, I'm sorry, with the, the elected official because yes, the constituent voted you in, but it's a team effort. You gotta keep working together. You can't stop once the voting sites have closed down. And so uh, you're also aware of, you know, what you're looking for in that elected official is he or she doing, you know, what you, you thought that they would do as, you know, when you cast your vote. And also, let's say that, you know, you, you feel that some more changes need to be made as a constituent. So you should go into the other side of the door, keep opening that door, stay on that other side of the door, and advocate for what your beliefs are. And, and I, that's something that I'm, again, I'm really strong on is advocating. I have an open door policy where my constituents are able to come into my office anytime that I'm there. If I'm in a meeting or out of the office, I still make it happen. Make sure you get your number down and your name down and we're gonna make it happen where I'm able to talk to you because I wouldn't be in the seat if it wasn't for the constituent. So why not make time for that individual to see what he or she is wanting to bring to the table and sometimes, you know, some of that information is really good for us as elected officials because I'm always open to suggestions. And so there's something that I can look at to make the office more effective for the constituent. Then why not look at that? Why not sit on a drawing table with the constituents and see what we can do as working together? And at the same time, I'm going to go back to building trust between the community and law enforcement because now you have that working relationship amongst each other to keep going forward. 
And so, yes, the other side of the door is very important. Educate, uh, know how your vote's being used, stay in contact with your elected official, and, and yes, let them know what he or she is doing wrong, what he or she can do right, what he or she can uh, take suggestions and so forth. So all of that's very important. And I always have an open mind to that because um, negativity, I like to turn it also into a positive. And so, you know, I've, in this office, in the past four years, I've had some negativity uh, yes. put a lot on me. And I think because it was just a challenge being a female, not so much that, you know, I can't handle the job because that's that's been proven. You know, if you look at the actual uh, productivity of the office, the office is running great. There's no issues with the office. I have a great administration now, currently, that works alongside me. I have some very good officers, deputies, should I say, within our, our office that we personally have screened, gone through, looked at. Uh, and also, I've been involved in the hiring process as the elected official because I thought that was very important to sit on the board and look to see what's transpiring uh, during the hiring process. And because I, I'm the first line to my constituents, I know what they're looking for. So I can also put that on the hiring process when we're interviewing someone. Is this gonna be a good individual for the office? You know, are they gonna be able to, to do the job that the constituent is looking for also? And so it's a hiring process, but in the back of my mind, I always have my constituents' ideas and what they're looking for, too, in an officer. And so that's, that's, that's why, that's one of the reasons why I sit on the board, too. Um, that way we're very thorough on the, uh, on the, on the screening process. Now, um, you know, officers today, uh, you know, they have so much, they're on the media 24-7. And I'm going to say I'm right there with them because I am the female constable yeah, <laughs> here yeah. within Bear County. But, uh, you know, the only way the constituents is going to know exactly what's occurring is to go to that office, to get involved with that office, and to get to know everyone within the office. We have constituents currently that come over and they hang out in my office and they walk around the office because it's also their office. It's not just mine. It's a community effort. And so we work together. And so that's been really good. Um, and, you know, we keep striving forward. Uh, yeah, the other thing I kind of wanted to mention also is just going back, looking, I know you mentioned some challenges. Mm -hmm. One of the things I didn't talk about was that in challenges, we have working with other elected offices, you know, from the good old boy system, meaning that these individuals have been, I hate to say the word, but it is true, the, the career politician. The career politician is someone that's been in office for, for a certain amount of time and has forgotten what they were elected to do, has forgotten what the constituents elected them to do. Mm -hmm. And so when you have someone like me, first year term comes in and challenges that, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Either you're part of the other side of the door and shut that door and stay with us, or you're going to be yourself and keep that door open and bring your constituents on the other side of the door with you. Wow. I decided to keep that door open and bring the other, all my constituents with me on the other side of the door. And so I challenge a lot of elected officials. I challenge, of course, the commissioners within Bear County and, and, and of course, the district attorney's office because I believe that, you know, you have to uh, not only be a strong advocate, a strong leader, but you also have to have ethics and integrity and follow the law and so i've held officers in the past accountable 
for, for actually breaking the law. And doing that as a female, as an elected constable, was like, wow, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing what my constituents asked me to do. They asked me go. to hold officers accountable when breaking the law, and that's exactly what I've done. And so the challenge has been within the district attorney's office as well. You know, our beliefs are this, our beliefs are that. Uh, my answer to that is I don't believe in, in your beliefs. I believe in the law and upholding the law. And the law says if you break a law, then you must be held accountable for it. And so I've had some repercussions because of that from this office where we've had um, actually kind of been cut off from the district attorney's office and not had the support from them right now. Wow. And considering that we're law enforcement, we have criminal cases that we have to go and, and, and put in the district attorney's office and everything's been at a stop. And so uh, it's interfering with duties as an elected official, you know, on my behalf and as a law enforcement officer. And so what do you say to that? Uh, do you, you know, my stance is that I'm not gonna stop uh, advocating. I'm not gonna stop following the law and I'm gonna keep going forward. And I'm gonna open that door and I'm gonna keep that door open. I'm not gonna shut the door. And I'm gonna, you know, welcome all the constituents to keep coming on the other side with me. So I want them to see the challenges that I'm going through. And that's not exactly what's being portrayed on the media because a lot of that is made up titles. And it's sad, but if you are not a career politician, then they're gonna oust you to the other side and make you look as if you're the bad person. And that's something that the constituents are not aware of. And that's why I wanna keep that door open and, and I want the constituents to come on this side of the door and see that part of the career politicians and how do we work as a team together to uh, pretty much clean Bear County up? And that's what needs to be done mm. because the voters are very important and they mean a lot to me. The constituents are very important to me. And you guys, I mean, you're a big part of why we're here. And so let's not forget why we're here as elected officials. Hi. Yes. I had a question. Mm -hmm. What are you, are you going to run for Bear County Constable or the sheriff's department all right well that's a good question i'm still undecided um i will say though that i uh i believe both offices never stop needing change and and that's uh, continuous throughout you know history however um i love being a constable i really do i think that there's a lot of work that still needs to be done within the constable's office you know, we were the first uh, law enforcement that were around from hundreds of years ago before the sheriff's office. Wow. And so we were the people's police, and we still are today. And so I hold that true to myself as getting out there and being uh, the police for, for our community. You know, in the sheriff's office, the original, the original duties are maintaining the jail and the jail solely only. And so as time has evolved here in Bear County, uh, the sheriff's department has been given more duties as far as you know going out to the street and patrolling and answering 911 dispatch calls but originally that all belonged to the constable's office and we were the ones that would go out oh. and answer calls and be there for the constituents and so forth so time has gone by where the constable's office has been shrunk and the sheriff's office has gone uh, much larger and so uh, that's another thing as far as being an advocate. I've come back into Bear County and said, you know, let's look at what are constables and what are their duties. Yes, they're law enforcement, and they should be recognized as law enforcement. And currently here in Bear County, we're not recognized as law enforcement. We're recognized within a civilian position. And so these officers are getting paid 
less money for being for being titled as a civilian versus the uh, Bear County Sheriff's Department where they're getting paid a law enforcement pay. But yet the sheriff's deputies as well as my deputies do the exact same job. And so the, the treatment of fairness is not there. And that's something I stand for too is as fairness across the board. And so when looking at the whole totality of who is a constable a precinct to, of course that would be me, the first uh, elected female constable. And I was elected based on people the constituents wanting change. And that's what I brought was change to, to the community of precinct too. And I'm gonna continue that throughout, you know, my term here and perhaps the next four years. I still, I'm not quite sure whether it's a constable's office or sheriff's office, but I'm committed to, to, be, uh, to be committed to my constituents, to hold integrity true to my heart because that means a lot, to hold officers accountable and uh, to keep that trust between law enforcement and the community. And so, yes, sir. Wow, that's good. Um, also, I wanted to know, uh, like, sometimes you call the uh, Bear County courthouse and stuff. You're on the line for a long time. Right. Uh, I heard you answer the phones right away and everything mm -hmm. for the people. I do, I do. I, I'm very hands-on in my office. So when someone calls, sometimes you catch me picking up the phone and, and uh, hi, this is Constable Bella, how can I help you? And so I try to be involved as much as I can with the office because that's an important aspect of what we do. But I'm also hands-on on the street too with my officers. And so I go out to the field and that's sometimes where the media gets involved and says headline news, something comes up. And, uh, but again, I want my constituents to understand that, you know, whether you're a male or a female in law enforcement, a law enforcement position, you must be assertive at times. Sometimes you must be compassionate. And so there's a lot of roles and hats that we play within just being in law enforcement, especially as elected official. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I, you know, I stress the community to not always believe everything that's out there, but to come and get to know who I am and what I stand for. Because yes, I am seeking another four years, whether it's the constable's office or the sheriff's <laughs> office, but I, it's all about the constituents and what they want and need. It's, it's always been about them, but uh, we have a lot of community events too. So we're fixing to have one here pretty soon. Really? Uh, Halloween's coming up, so it's one of my favorite uh. ones. Um, October 26th from 5 to 9 p.m. at 7723 Gilbo Road, Precinct 2. Uh, it's all free. I pay for everything uh, that's put on there. Sometimes we have small donations um, from some of the uh, local restaurants there, but the majority of everything's been paid by me for the past several years because I think that giving back to the community is really important. And so, you know, that's also been another challenge is just to get Bear County to give funds over to our office to hold community events for the community, keep our community safe. So I haven't had their cooperation, but it doesn't stop me. So I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> We'll go back and I'll look at my personal funds and see how I can put on this event for the community, whether it's for the children or whether it's for the, the elderly, because they're very important too. And so we, we keep on working with our community the best that we can. Wow, that's good. And you're committed to your community? Yes. What, is, what does that mean? Committed means I'm there 24-7. I work more than 40 hours a week. I'm always working. Uh, so that's just who I am. I, I love giving back to my community. You know, originally I, I came to law enforcement because I love the passion of being in law enforcement. Uh, everybody says that, you know, as law enforcement, you hear a calling and that is so true, you do. You know, we're the ones that are running towards danger when everybody's running away. But it's just something in us. 
And with that, I decided to go ahead and take it another step further and become, you know, run for an elected position where the doors would open more and I'm able to even help more. And that's, you know, just working with the community, being committed, looking to see what they want and need and working together and going forward for another four years. I think that there's a lot of stuff that still needs to be, you know, looked at and in a positive way though, in a real positive way with our community. Let's see what the community wants and needs and let's keep that door open and let's keep that door wide open where the community comes in with me and let's not shut that door. I want them to come on the other side of the door and stay there with me after election, during election, during the four term, four year term and so forth. So uh, I had a, a question, like you said something about the seniors. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And um, that I had a question. Um, some of the people were asking, um, are you involved with them? Like yes. the senior centers and stuff like that? Yes, we get involved with them. They're very important to a part of our community. Uh, you know, just getting out there, seeing what they need and want to and how we can provide safety uh, for them. And, and so we one of the things that we've done too is open up uh, training to the community members so not only do i host law enforcement training inside house but we've opened it up to the community involving the elderlies too so where we're able to go out and discuss how we can provide training and safety you know today we have active shooter you know and it's sad but it's it's the reality of today's society so we train we train our community members our elderly of how to handle, you know, the best that we can that situation. And so, yes, so we do get involved with them a lot. And, and sometimes, you know, just taking some food out to them or maybe a fan if wow. it's too hot or, you know, so yes, there's a lot of involvement with the community members, whether it's from the young age to our older generation, which I like to call wisdom <laughs> because you can never get a lot, enough wisdom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And thank you. This is not just for uh, questions um, that uh, we need to answer, but for the community because they yes, want to get involved. They want to know what what your future is and everything. And mm -hmm. I want to thank you uh, for the past couple of years you've been on my show and everything's been improvement and positive and everything. And God is first and everything. And Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, hope to see you next time also, yes. because that's what this show is about. It's a positive going forward mm -hmm. and doing the right thing for our community here in San Antonio. Yes. I want to thank uh, Carlos Vela, your husband, mm -hmm. for being a nice person and everything, and hope thank to see you. you on the next show, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We got it. Phone. Phone. <laughs> Thank you, Leon. Oh,
here. These boots make, make me the same size as Anthony. <laughs> I'll be like two inches small. Small. Ready, here we go. So. I will. I sent you some pictures this morning. I don't know if you got them or not. I don't know if you want to. I, I think I okay. did. Yeah. I, I sent some training pictures and then the community like Halloween event and stuff that we had. I'll let you know when the, when the podcast is coming on. Okay. I already recorded it. Okay. Yeah. And you know, yeah, because what we do is we start uh, putting it on YouTube and everything. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Because what was going on, they were trying, these guys were trying to put everything on, on YouTube to discredit her. So we, we all, we've already, we pretty much yeah, covered all that. So, <laughs> so you got to overlap that, you know. Yeah. But we got it. Okay, right. we'll take care. Yeah. Thank definitely. you. Yeah, I'll just right here. Yeah.
Hey, Carlos, you had a friend. Okay. You just did a show, man. Yeah. Yeah, Carlos. Carlos Mizzella over there. Yeah, everything real good, man. I like that hat, man. All right.